Good afternoon. I'm Michael Amico, and I'll be your host for this podcast. I'm here with Johnny Constable, and today we're talking about advertising in the fashion industry. Johnny, in his presentation, had talked about how there was a negative or misconception about advertising, and you had said something that was really interesting to me in that. Um, Why don't you want to be seen as an advertiser or go into the advertising business yourself? Yeah, so um, in my presentation, I talked about how um, there's lots of different uh, labels put on things that are, are surrounding advertising. So um, the example that I used was if there's a guy talking to a girl and he says, um, I'm a great lover, that that's, that's marketing. And if he, if he then calls the girl and says, I'm a great lover, that's telemarketing. Um, but if he says over and over again, I'm a great lover, I'm a great lover, that's advertising. Um, and then on the flip side, if you use a symbol, that's graphic design. And if you... Um, if you get a, a different girl to tell that girl that he's a great lover, that's public relations. But then finally, that if the girl comes up to the guy and says, I understand that you're a great lover, that's branding. So I want to be seen as um, a brander, um, as strange as that sounds, and not an advertiser in that context. And so, Michael, in your presentation, you talked about how um, you showed an ad for a Puma shoe and how without its label, um, it wasn't a great shoe. But when you throw Rihanna's name on there, um, all of a sudden it becomes... Um, a hot topic. Uh, so does does the label compel you to buy or look at the product differently? Do you want to talk about that? I really think that names can impact how one views fashion or clothing. In my presentation, it not only was the ad for the shoe with Rihanna next to it, but it was also her social media post about the shoe and about when it came out and her actually wearing the shoe. I think that sort of endorsement is the most powerful because you start to say to yourself, oh, they're not just on an ad on a billboard, but rather they're wearing this product on a daily basis, which then leads to think, if they like that product, and I like the artist and what they stand for, shouldn't that mean that I would like the product they're representing as well? And staying sort of on the same topic as celebrities and musician advertising, what do you think advertising and branding have to do with the fashion industry? For example, how celebrities and musicians are paid to wear or post on social media about certain designs or products? Yeah, so I think um, the celebrity name makes such a massive difference, um, especially in fashion. Um, but in advertising as well, um, it's it's not all about the actual product. Um, it's all about the behind the scenes that, that goes into the making of that product. So in an ad agency, there is a creative department, but there's also um, around 75% of the agency that's all about how do we sell it, how do we market it, um, how do we make it something that's actually going to do well in the long run. Um, and so I think uh, what you found with... with uh, fashion was that, um, yes, it is a creative business, but um, it's mostly a business. And if, if you don't have that um, entire portion of it that's about um, about the nuts and bolts behind the scenes, uh, then you really will not, will not have a successful fashion industry. Yeah, but uh, Michael, do you want to talk about what you think about that? Yeah, that'd be great. I think the fashion industry nowadays is so saturated by media and business opportunities that a lot of it's focused now on the business side, whereas before it had been originally seen as more of a creative outlet. This can be seen through the payment for name brand models and celebrities in attendance of shows or in the representation of a designer's artwork now turned into a business investment because they're paying for a highly known person to be seen in a public eye wearing and saying that they're wearing a certain design. This can also be seen about how investors will attend shows and pay for designers' work, but where the creativity ends and the business begins is in this investment is because when they pay money, 
they ask the designer to change their own design so that it looks like something that could be sold in stores and will sell out quickly. Yeah, like you said, returning to sort of those nuts and bolts of the industry, I do think it is inherently creative, but in today's 21st century world, it really has become a business-saturated market. No, yeah, I think that's a great point. Um, and to relate it back to what uh, we were talking about before, um, I, I spoke to some of my friends that were that are business majors, and uh, specifically accounting majors, and I think uh, accounting is a is a degree that often is looked at as not at all creative. Um, but in my opinion, um, in order to be an effective accountant, you have to be creative in going to work every day with a passion for numbers. Yeah, that's a really good point. I haven't really thought about that, but I really see how there's creativity in accounting. All right, that's enough time for today. Catch you later.